Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I plan on dying in a very loud and dramatic fashion, not just slowly fading away due to microplastics, so I'm not too worried. But you have them. Isn't that crazy? You've yeah. got them in. You've got the plastics inside of you. I know. I think that you. makes me a very useful piece of Tupperware in a way. You think? Because I, yeah. I tend to bottle things up. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yep, you do. <laughs> we did not get hired for the content of our character. We got hired because we're tall, handsome, and Audrey's pretty. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Is that why we got hired? Yeah, maybe. It's not the content of the show? Probably not. Okay. Dave and Mahoney. Think about how good it would be for me and Audrey if you died of a heart attack live on air. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone would know about this. I show. would freak out. Are you kidding me? With joy? Do you think I handle you'd panic situations? You, you'd get a raise. Yeah, though. for sure. Mahoney. What? You forget. I know I look like a man, but I am still a woman. They will never give me more money. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. I mean, we were talking about this yesterday as the news was coming down, but King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. We don't know all the details on that yet, and obviously they don't owe us that information. But, um, Audrey, you had a a real interesting point. I mean, you know, he's 75 years old. He's been on the throne since September of 2022 when Queen Elizabeth passed away. Uh, He's going to have to suspend public engagements and continuing with state business while they try to figure out what to do here. But, yeah, that's a a pretty rough putt. Like, you waited 75 years to become king. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. You know, cancer is awful and obviously affects literally everybody. Um, And there's talk of him abdicating the throne, you know, so... This could be something that, you know, depending on how it goes, William could be in that position sooner than later. You know, it's just, it's just, it sucks. But the other thing that sucks is that he's very unlikable. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I, it's like, I, I, I sympathize with the cancer, but I just cannot stand King Charles. He no. just feels who, like who an does? entitled prick. Who, who likes King Charles? I don't, like, the fact that royalty exists in any way, shape, or form in 2024, I was thinking about this the other night, I'm like, that's so stupid. What's the point? Like, really, we are we're yeah. like this is this is there's I'm a king. Ugh. Are yeah. you though? Yeah. Some good news today as well. Uh, you know, the whole thing with Killer Mike at the Grammys was quite the story from over the weekend. Uh, they're saying that there was some overzealous bodyguard that was trying to like, stop him and his crew from from entering, even though you know he won what three Grammys at yeah. the at the awards. Uh, said that you know he thinks that just with a little bit of time everything is going to come out, but that's not the good news today. He's basically saying, "Hey, let's forget about that because the really good news here is that my son, who has been waiting for years, his oldest son, for a kidney transplant, has finally." gotten one so Amazing. been waiting for three years the 21 year old musician rapper has been waiting and uh killer mike came out and said that you know his son getting this uh, potentially life-saving treatment is huge and after years of waiting it's finally coming through so even though you know over the weekend winning three grammys is great getting arrested not so great i think that when you weigh everything out here this is a win for still them. a pretty good yeah. week for uh for killer mike so the transplant surgery taking place uh killer mike by his son's side so uh, he was moved up the waiting list back in november but i mean i can't imagine you know being on one of those waiting lists how stressful that would be i can't i really can't imagine having your kid on oh. a waiting list and just hoping that something happens in order for them to get like i said this potential life-saving treatment Pretty huge. So, uh, congratulations. I didn't think I'd be saying that this week to Killer Mike, but that's uh, that's a really big deal. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show.
So there is a big dust-up right now with one of the biggest shows on television. You know, we've heard about all of the drama with Yellowstone and, you know, whether or not Kevin Costner is going to be totally done with Taylor Sheridan, the show's creator. There's been a lot of uh, at least reported back and forth drama between those two, you know, where Taylor Sheridan is very protective of Yellowstone. Uh, but, you know, as somebody that watches Yellowstone, I'd say it's fairly significantly dropped off as far as the quality goes of that show. Which sucks so bad because you know me. I was waiting to watch the show until it ended because I need to know. I need closure at all times. Well, so it's, it's going to be good. It's, it's still not done yet, right? There's supposed to be one more season of the original Paramount. But I will say... To their credit, the spinoff series of Yellowstone have been really quite good. So, you know, the 1883, the 1923, you know, those shows I thought were, were really good standalone shows and they had big stars in them. But you so, had to watch Yellowstone in order to understand them. Right. And so, well, kind of. I mean, for what they're talking about next, you'll definitely, because this is still within the same universe. So this is another spinoff series. And it, it has the original cast. So you've got, like, the guy who played Rip in there, uh, Kelly Riley. She is one of the stars as well, Luke Grimes. So the big the big characters from Yellowstone. But basically, Kevin Costner is getting switched out, and Matthew McConaughey is coming in oh. as the new star. And, I mean, I, you... How is I, that going to change the story? I felt like the story was already getting a little ridiculous to begin with, like, very soap opery. You know, I feel like some of the other stories that were, you know, the, what are the 1892 or 1883 and 1923, whatever, whatever whatever they're called. Those, I feel like those were good stories, Yeah, but I feel like the Yellowstone story and the Dutton Ranch has gotten a little, has gotten a little crazy. It's kind of the same storyline. And then you're right. Like you have to ramp it up where like everyone's opening a mail bomb in the same episode. Sure. Is this really... Not this much bad stuff is happening on any given day. But, you know, Matthew McConaughey, I'm a huge fan of. And, I, you know, him stepping into the role, which, by the way, he hasn't officially signed on yet for the series. But one of the stumbling blocks right now is some of the other stars of the show that I was just mentioning. I guess they want pretty handsome increases for their salaries to the tune of a million dollars per episode. I mean, it's one of the most watched shows on television. You can you argue know, I mean, that it's the most popular show on TV. And if you're talking about, you think about what friends I was just those guys were honey. getting 30 years ago. Yeah. And no, I don't, I don't, I don't think they don't deserve it. But one interesting thing that came up is I guess one of the other requests is that some of those original stars have their name listed in the credits before Matthew McConaughey even though he would be coming in as the lead actor. He should be the last one mentioned. Can you imagine getting caught up in Uh, credits, though? That's so annoying Give me a million dollars. But but the agents do. Leave me out of the credits. I don't care. Give me the million dollars per episode. But you know what, though? Ego is the demise of a career. Yes. You know, like, if you want your name first, great. Guess what name I'm going to remember because it's the last one I saw. Matthew McConaughey. Or the biggest actual star on Matthew the show. Matthew McConaughey. Exactly. Like, yes. sure, you can have... I don't even remember the names you right. just said, and it was like not even two minutes ago. I can't name anybody's real name besides Kevin Costner on that show. Right. If you, if I said Rip, Rip from... You'd be like, oh, yeah, I or know Beth. that guy. But yeah, I don't know what their... You don't act, know what his yeah. actual name is, right? So the idea that they're squabbling about this, it just... I mean, I... I guess I would feel a little more defensive of the original crew if it hadn't gone so far off of the rails. I mean, as far as the quality of that show, the last few seasons have been very lackluster. And I mean, you could maybe tell there was something going on behind the scenes, but yeah. And that's what we talk about all the time. Ratings for your show matter. And I don't know if that's the writing fault of, you know, of some of the people behind the scenes for this show for for Yellowstone. But whenever you're looking for a million dollar show payday, you got to look at the numbers. And if the numbers are not matching up, 
Sorry. And if the numbers are matching up and you are getting paid, don't let where your name falls in the credits ruin your huge payday. Get paid. Get, get that bag. Get that money. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. Just want to say you guys are doing a great job. Don't listen to those negative Nellies, even though there do seem to be a lot of them. Anyway, Dave, just wanted to check in, see how your sports injury was going. You know, maybe as you're reaching your advanced years, you might want to... Uh, Take a page out of Mahoney's book. These days, the only thing athletic about him is the uh, fungus on his toes. Message First off, my toes. No fungus on there. There are bunions or so of some sort. Yeah, bunions on your toes. Chris lopped a toe off. I had a sports injury. There's a couple of them. Recently, I got a knee brace, even though nothing has really happened to my knee. Why'd you get a knee brace? Well, it felt like a little sore for a, for a couple of days, and I was like, I should just put a knee brace on. Is it from running? Yeah, I think so. So do you just I think have my, my strong shin body? <laughs> it's not shin splints. It's like actually in the knee, and you don't really know. Like there's there's a lot of stuff in there. I don't know what's wrong. It just felt a little sore, and I was like, I can't risk this. I can't risk being the guy that blows out his knee while jogging lightly on the treadmill. Like, there's nothing cool about that. Yeah, but, I mean, the treadmills are not that great for us. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, no bounce, and you know that. Know, so you haven't really thought about just changing up your workout from not running? No, because... That would be different than my routine, Audrey. I, I couldn't possibly change up. So sorry to, my to routine. recommend How change. How dare you even suggest such a thing? I know. Ew. I apologize. I do Ew. know you better. Gross. I, I gross, take... gross, gross. I got two good knees. <laughs> sorry about that. That's so why I'm never running again. You know what? Good thinking. Yep. Maybe you're onto something. Or we could just get you some preventative knee braces as well. Maybe. Just I mean, I have I have wrist uh, I have wrist compression gloves, which I use every night. It's been a while that, since I've seen those. Are you thinking about bringing those back into the office? Uh, I haven't needed to because of the way that I because I use them every night when I do game. Mm, excellent. So I haven't had uh, you know my wrists have been pretty good lately. I mean, the, the only only when my wrists are. I go a little too hard on the paint, Dave. Do I need to wear the compression gloves all at all times? He's like a point guard, you know, with a little, with a shooter glove. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. He's going to wear it in game. <laughs> yeah. Please leave a message after the Did you know that Black History Month used to only be a week long, then the president changed it to be the whole month, the shortest month? All right, love the show, guys. Bye. Message deleted. There's a lot of things that presidents have moved around. Like recently, I just found out. This past Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving used to be in October. They just moved it to November to in help the, Q4 sales. In the 60s? Like, <laughs> yeah. that was not that long ago. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean there's a whole people, a bunch of people alive that remember it being in October? What? what? <laughs> y'all didn't tell us? Uh, yeah, I don't remember Why that. Was that all a, all? Why yeah. was that a secret that was kept? Did y'all just decide, like, hey, don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, I collected. We're just going to pretend like it's been in November the whole time. The entire time. What? It's really crazy out here. Like, I mean, we really just shifted it. Yeah. Like, I, and we were just like, okay. <laughs> I am right. a fan of, though, if I were to run for a political office, which, uh, according to our contract, we cannot. Which is probably good because uh, I don't think uh, that, that was the only to... thing that gave me pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I would run on making way more national holidays, man. Like, keep them coming. 
What do we got? Yeah, like you know, seven right now? Six, seven? Do you, do you know what's going to make people like the government is when you're responsible for something good actually happening, which is a day off. Yeah, more like long that's, weekends. Out of, out of the very few things that you can do that you don't screw up, just give us a day off. Yeah. And just leave us alone. And then make we're happy. Friday or Monday a national holiday so we get just a permanent four. This is how we get a four-day work week. I think the I think you got to kill Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. Fridays feel like fun. No, yeah. there's no good. There's no good associated with Monday. There's nothing better than a Friday when you know you have Monday off. Oh God, yeah. How long do you think it would be though until we just got used to it and stop taking, stop thinking that it was special? Four weeks. I d- one I don't month. Know. One month. I don't know if it would feel less special, but I do know that it wouldn't feel so much as of a drag because you actually have time to do things on the mm. weekend without making it feel like you've got to cram everything in really a day. You know, because. Friday, you get a half a day to go and do whatever. Saturday is the day to do the things. And then Sunday, you got another half day to do whatever because yeah. you got to, you Start know. Start getting ready for the week. It's a school night. Yep. Womp womp. But eventually, it will happen for us. We're going to manifest that. We're going to manifest a four-day work week. I feel like we're going to go to a, you know, like Europe and parts of Asia are moving to the four-day work week. We're going to go. We're going to move ours to a six-day work week. We probably would. That's probably what we we're going to be like. Gotta we're so ahead. much. Yeah. Look, we're so much harder working so than all these other lazy-ass countries. <laughs> Meanwhile, they live. Are you saying we're going to become like the next China? Yeah, probably. Child labor as well. <laughs> They're rolling those. <laughs> they got small hands. They're very good at knitting. Knitting? Yeah. That's the thing. That we've got iPhones that are being built, man. You think people are wearing knit clothes? They're knitting on those Nike swooshes over there. <laughs> yeah. Here's my message to uh, refute Mahoney's statement about him and Dave being handsome and Audrey being gorgeous. You guys are doing radio. Can't do TV because you might not be so good looking for TV. Right. No, nah, we're too good for TV. Jokes right. on you. Yeah. We've also done TV. Aha, uh-huh, in your face. We do. We sh- we literally <laughs> spend more time on TV or on video than probably any other radio show in the country. Twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Here's the thing. We broadcast that, every day. I've done a lot of TV. I own a production company that makes TV shows. TV generally sucks to do. Like, yeah. we're sitting around with friends just talking about whatever we want to on a daily basis. There is so much scripted nonsense and lack of personality, which is why when you see the local news have a teleprompter go down or something unexpected happen, and when they have to try to improvise, it's a disaster. I also hate being on TV. You do? I do. Yeah. My husband's always like, why? And it's because I enjoy the anonymity that comes with this. It's kind of nice. It's like, you don't, you don't get to see my face. I could be a man. <laughs> you know? Like, and I can I tell be. you that she is. But you're right. We are ugly. This is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, do you have your wallet on you right now? I do, Dave. Is it actually in your pocket or is it sitting on the counter like it normally is? Like sitting on the counter right now. I so, mean, but normally it's, you know, if I wasn't in a safe space, it would be in my pocket. So can I can I see your wallet? Would you uh, hold it up there? Mm-hmm. So Audrey, uh, when you when you look at wallets, I mean Mahoney's wallet has gotten significantly less girthy than it was. Like it's still a, a wallet that you would feel in your pocket. But how would you rate that wallet? I mean, that's a good wallet. And the fact that you're recalling his once upon a girth, um, that was because you had all sorts of cards that you never used before, right, Mahoney? I what still was- have all sorts of cards in there. I just uh, it, it's 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 a better it's a better print. But the thing. 
The reason I got a new wallet is because this one has an Apple uh, AirTag on it, so I will never lose it. Mm. Don't you? Do you have to charge those? Uh, not really. Not really. Yeah. Oh, well, that's they nice. Last, they last for many, like, is that too many cards? You think? What is in there? Are those your business cards? No, 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 no business cards. What I mean, is I've got that? Credit cards, cards license credit cards, cards uh, some players cards for the casino. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, insurance cards. But I've, I, what's funny is that I, I go through this. On a fairly regular basis, and I go, which of these can I get rid of because I don't want to have too many cards that I'm carrying around? And I'm like, I need all this. I need all. I need all this stuff. But so that's why. I have literally my passport thing because I just haven't taken it out since traveling. I have literally my ID, my insurance card, and my company card, and my Apple card. I have, those are, like, look out, and then my COVID vaccination thing. (laughs) Literally, that's all I have. Like, what in the world? Well, so maybe you're better positioned, though, Audrey, than uh, than Mahoney and I, because, I mean, you know, since we're, uh, you know, older than you, by by a handful of years, maybe we're just not getting the memo. I guess, according to the internets, if you carry a wallet, you're now an old. I'm old. Well, I need a wallet. That's it's, because it's everything, even in Chugi, I forgot about that word, but like even um, in some states, you could have your driver's license attached to your Apple wallet yeah. or, you know, whatever your digital wallet is, whatever phone you have. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe this is like an old thing. I really never take my wallet out of my work bag because of this reason. I just Apple tap every single thing everywhere I go. And the only place that I've found that you cannot use your phone to pay for Walmart. anything that is Walmart. Wow, they don't want to pay. They don't want to pay the Apple uh, processing fee. Which yeah, guess what? I don't go to Walmart anymore yeah. because that is an inconvenience to me. Which is so crazy. The digital world we live in. Well, I actually forgot my wallet the other day at home, and I was driving around. And I'm looking down at my car, and I'm like, man, I got like eight miles left until I'm out of gas. Like this is so annoying. I'm gonna have to go back to my house, get the wallet, and then go back out. What? And then, and then I'm like, does. Do most gas stations take Apple Pay? I Almost mean, all of them. I know that you can just do the tap with the card, but I hadn't really thought about it because I normally just have my wallet in my pocket. Dang. And sure enough, I just pulled into the first gas station I saw. I'm like, huh, how about that? It does take Apple Pay right off the phone. Dang. Didn't even know that. How about it? Welcome, Welcome to the future. Welcome to 2024, I know, man. I know. I'm so hip with the kids. I mean, it's, and now you'll notice that every time you get out to get cash or whatever, or like get gas rather, um, it will be so annoying whenever there is a gas station where the Apple tap isn't working. Oh, yeah. And you have to go crawling through your phone or your car to find oh. your wallet. It is, it is annoying, Dave. The, the trials and the tribulations that we have to suffer. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Is David Mahoney. So I know the exact time that this happened last night because I looked down at my watch. I was surprised. Getting the kids ready for bed, had already put little Ruby to sleep. She's the youngest, about two years old. And I just put my son down as well, and I was starting to get the older girls ready for bed. And all of a sudden, I get a notification on my phone that there's somebody at my front door. What? I'm like, this is pretty, what, 7, 8 o'clock? 7.37 p.m. That's way too late for anybody to be coming to your house. And I, That's unexpected. Unexpected, unannounced, and I, I do what every normal person did. I hide, and I start looking at my cameras. You ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't, want, I don't want to talk to this person. And so I'm looking at my cameras, and at first I'm thinking maybe it's like an Amazon delivery or like my wife got Instacart or something that yeah. they were coming to drop something off that Could we Could be an Amazon, yeah. Yeah, and then I looked closer, and I realized, oh, no. No, this guy's got a clipboard in his hand. He is trying to sell something. Oh, no. At 7.37 If you're a bug guy or if you were a solar guy and you were coming after 6 o'clock... 
The sun Five has gone. The, the sun you, has gone it down. It is dark outside for many hours. Just based what? on principle of that alone, even if I needed a bug guy or if I was even considering solar, I would not buy from you. I don't feel like I was in danger at any point. I did think about shooting him just out of principle. That's, you know, yeah, that's ground. fair, right? Yeah, got to stay on my ground. We're close enough to Texas. Yeah, it's fine. It's the laws fine. might be the same, same. <laughs> Trespassing. <laughs> so I'm sitting here watching him on the camera, and I see him, and he, and he kind of like walks around the corner of my house, and I'm like, oh, what no. is he doing? Uh-uh. And so I've got cameras on the side because, you know, I'm paranoid. And I'm looking and watching to see if he, like, opens the side gate, and I'm like, do I need to go get my gun? Like, what's going on here? And my daughters are like, hey, is everything okay? What's going on? And so I walk out of the room and I'm looking at the cameras as I'm walking Because you're around. not panicking? <laughs> like, why would your daughters even know that there was a situation? What were you doing? Well, because I told them that there was somebody at the front door. Uh, <laughs> initially, I walked out of the room and then I walked back in and they said, what did you say to him? I'm like, I didn't go down there. I don't want to make an eye contact with this guy. What are you talking about? Show up at somebody's house. So he walked around the corner of my house because he was selling stuff and he wasn't going, thankfully, in my side gate. So I didn't actually have to shoot anyone. He was just going to my neighbor's house, but he was cutting through my yard and through their yard as opposed to just walking the additional eight feet and taking a little sidewalk over to their place, which I thought was an interesting move. And so, of course, again, I'm a creep. I've got cameras everywhere. I start watching this guy as he starts going around the cul-de-sac that I live in, and he's not going the proper way. He's just cutting across everyone's lawns through their landscaping Went he's being through efficient. a guy's driveway. I he, mean, you would say he's efficient, but, but that's a it's, dick move. And it's like nearly eight o'clock at night, and he's wandering around. You're in walking through the sides, the, the, side, the side of the house. The timing, like, the time of day is annoying. But he probably was thinking, it's almost eight o'clock at night. I probably have to meet a quota and say that I went to all of these houses. So he was trying to do it as fast as he possibly there's such could. A, I mean, I don't know Bad if we if we are just pricks, Dave. First off, yes. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But there is something as trivial as walking through my yard improperly. Like where you cut through the landscaping, the yard, walking on the grass, when there's a clear walkway and a clear pathway, that's going to make me not use your services. That action shows me that you do not care enough about my property that why would I trust you with taking care of the landscaping or the bugs. So, but yeah. I mean, like, having him, like, walk down the sidewalk, back around on the other side, like a sim, like, just through and how, doing, like, little U-shapes from the, house to house. You're, you're the in the sales way. business. You are trying to get customers. You are trying to acquire customers. You do it right. Like, I would, there's almost, a, there's a part of me that had he just walked up and, you know, done the right thing with the, the pathway, Dave. Like, okay, this is a guy who who needs to hit a quote. He's hardworking. So they're, you know, motivated. But then when you're cutting through yards, I'm like, nah, man, you're a lazy piece of garbage. But yeah, you're we just bad at what never, you do. We would have never known that if cameras on the exterior of your well, home didn't exist. They do, though. I've really just got to update my sprinkler app. So that way I can just oh, turn, turn it on. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's what just parents did back in our day. Yeah. Like yeah. they just no, had it. And they, I didn't get it back then. I was like, why are these people so grumpy about their lawns why now? Is, why is their sprinkler I, always I, on? I fantasize about this. <laughs> what bad luck as you walk across the lawn for the 50th time. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Robert joining us this morning. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Hey. Wanted to let you know, I think you guys need like a cane and your pants pulled up halfway to your gut screaming, stay off my lawn. I mean, from one of your stories this morning. Yeah, we're, we're getting there, man. I mean, but honestly, if somebody's on my lawn 
Stay off my lawn. Like, what are you are doing? You, you're, you don't, you're telling me you don't get mad somebody's on your lawn that's not supposed to be there? Personally, I rent, I rent my house. So, hey, you want to walk across the lawn, be my guest. You want to trip and fall over half the kids' toys that might be sitting out there and smash your face against the sidewalk? That's up to you, bud. But, but then see, you're going to get I mean. sued, man. Then that They're going to sue you. That's that's going to come after your homeowner's insurance. That's going to go up. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Sorry, you made the stupid mistake. That's not how that. You see, bro, like, we're, that we're, Robert, we're, that's not how that works. We're, though. we're one and the same, though, man. You're wishing death upon them via a, a big wheel, and I'm wishing death upon them via sprinklers. It's fine. We're one and the same. <laughs> Dave just wants to drown them. Yeah, <laughs> slowly drown them and have a green lawn at the same time. They, maybe they'll fertilize it when they, their body <laughs> starts to decompose. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh my God, with these people, shut up. Dave and Mahoney. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Tell me why I got complimented for being the only one in the gym bringing a towel to, like, lay on the, like, if you're benching. I don't want my head on my dirty people's heads so you know i'll bring my towel but yeah uh dude seattle sucks the gym sucks message deleted he said seattle sucks the gym sucks so i guess he's working out in seattle for whatever reason but um yeah or he just just hates seattle that could be it which fair what do you have you ever been to seattle no. Then shut what? up. Seattle's, Seattle's great. great. Never going to Seattle. <laughs> After they that's lost the Supersonics a... and Sean Kemp, there was no, zero chance I ever wanted anything ever, to do man. with Seattle. Like, <laughs> that's just such an old... King Griffey Jr. left Seattle to go to Cincinnati. That's an old take to just be like, I've never been there, but I hate it because I've never been there. <laughs> okay. I would have went had they still had the Supersonics. They're going to get a basketball team back. It'll be fine. Now with Sean Kemp. I will say, though, people in the gym are, are pretty gross. Oh, dude. Like, if you're if you're walking around, so I, I always do this thing where I intentionally will do, like, any weightlifting before I'll go do cardio because those people that walk around just drenched in sweat and are just plopping down on machines. Just, <laughs> why are you laughing, Audrey? Is that I'm you? I'm laughing because there have been times where I know that I probably, oh, I can't even about to admit this, but everyone does this. Everyone has done it. If you're in the gym, I know you have. And if you are about to say you have it, you're a liar. Where, you know, you've been sweating and you sat down and you stood back up and the thing was so far that you kind of just do that like hand, the wipe, the hand wipe, slide it off. So as opposed to like using a towel or like an actual wipe, you just like <laughs> paw it off with I've, your... I've done it. I've oh. absolutely done it before. No, I would never do such a thing. That's disgusting. Oh yeah. Okay, Dave, for sure. <laughs> That's why you I don't go to the gym. You just leave it there. You just leave it yeah, there. You don't even try there. and like wipe it off. <laughs> Sorry, my, I looked over my honey like he had something to add, and then I realized he's never been to the gym. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why, that's why I don't go to the gym. Yes, I just want to say how great you guys are sharing your life with us. You know, it makes us feel better uh, to hear we're not the only ones that uh, might get upset about not having your own space or having your mother-in-law hang around or <laughs> Dave, you're so funny. Message deleted. You know, it was real funny. I, cause I, my mother-in-law has been with us for a couple of weeks and, uh, yeah, she's watching the kids this weekend because the wife and I, you know, going to all the Super Bowl activities, which, you know, very grateful to have somebody to watch the kids that the kids love. But you're trust. working that. I'm working, you're so it's working. not like fun necessarily. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's obligations. There'll be fun mixed in, but sure. Um, our boss was giving me a hard time yesterday. We were talking to him. He's like, do you realize that your your nemesis is an eight-pound dog? I'm I don't like, think that dog weighs eight pounds. Probably not. I'm like, you're right. There, There is a creature that is the weight of one of my calves, and somehow it gets the best of me. 
last night, after all this time, keep in mind, they've been with us for weeks, Button was just barking at me every time I walked into the room. Oh, did you remember the calming collar that I gave you? I did remember the calming collar. Did I it don't work? think that it's working ah, yet because he's gotcha. still a bit of a maniac. But they, uh, she did put it on him yesterday. So it's this little lavender calming co- collar that, that Audrey gave to him, which I thought was a very nice move, by the way. Thank Why you. Why don't you just use a shock collar? Mm. That's the next step. We're, we're going. We're going with gentle parenting first. Uh-huh. <laughs> next, you get your ass whooped, boy. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, He-Man or The Rock? And not Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Message deleted. I don't even know what that question is. That's I a don't. that's a you all question. The He-Man rock? or The Rock? Like the Dwayne. Oh, you're talking rock about Johnson. The Rock. Character Dwayne Johnson's the character. The Rock's character right now is universally hated by all of wrestling fans. I've, I've caught this, so Mahoney, you're the wrestling guy around here. Why is everyone mad at The Rock? There's a you know Dusty Rhodes' son, Cody Rhodes, uh-huh. is having the best run of his life. He just won the Royal Rumble, which is one of the other major events that WWE does right before WrestleMania, which is the biggest event that they do every year. And The Rock just stole his Cody Rhodes spot in the WWE's WrestleMania because The Rock is now a part of the, uh, you know, all the stuff with Vince McMahon going on. There's the TKO Entertainment. The Rock's going to be a major part of it now and just stole it. So they were in St. Louis the other night and they were booing the hell out of him. So good job, St. Louis. Wow. So, uh... The Vince McMahon thing. I mean, I understand why they wanted to go like, hey, let's, let's call an audible as much as possible and get away from this guy. Did you read the text messages that oh, were yeah. going on between Vince McMahon and that girl? So Absolutely. There was the accusations that were in the lawsuit, but then you start reading the actual text messages that he Horrifying. was allegedly sending to her, and holy moly, it is. May I? And you think will there's like a, this is a seventy a plus example? So this imagine, is a seventy-year-old man. It's a seventy-year-old man talking to somebody who is one of his employees, and so there's obviously all sorts of problems with that already. And then you've got the fact that this guy is a billionaire, and it's not just him carrying on this relationship with her; it's him and other colleagues allegedly at the WWE. And he is. Imagine if I was texting you in the filthiest way possible and talking about all of the awful things that me and my coworkers were going to simultaneously do to you <gasps> and text after text after text Dude, after text it is ruthless if these Whoa. are true if these are confirmed to be true it is like you're it, it's, it's depravity already, it, it's already game over for him but you're right i mean when when you think about the stuff that we've that we've seen with celebrities getting in trouble for you got to think about some of the worst offenders like harvey weinstein and then you bill think bill cosby no bill cosby i think is the drugging the drugging like that's just so far beyond the pale but this is up there like this is worse than harvey weinstein i mean harvey weinstein doing what he did into a plant seems like Okay, that's not nearly as bad as this what Vince like, McMahon is like talking about. That feels like lightweight in comparison. Yes, that is so nuts. It, it is wild. I feel like I'm getting fed a lot of information about wrestling recently, kind of against my will. Like, I don't feel <laughs> like, like... I'm not here for this. In the last, like, six <laughs> months, I have learned so much. Like, I feel like I am on the receiving end of all of these text messages just, like, coming, like, they're beating me in the face. Like, you will learn about The Rock and... and it's the booing in St. Louis, and you will learn about Vince McMahon pooping on chicks' heads. So you feel like, like you're really getting crapped on with all this information you didn't oh God, ask leave for? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> Let her live her life, Dave. Please. Her- you're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah!
They may not have money to feed their family, but they have enough for a pack of Paul Malls and a Powerball ticket. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. Can you imagine being so nosy, Mahoney, that you saw that there was a crime scene of some sort and you thought, I need to go check that out. That's I mean, not unheard of, right? I feel like when something's going down, I like to drive by. Yeah, but Give this it guy, a little, 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 little rubberneck. I feel like that's the sort of thing that you do when you're younger. Um... You know, because you're just curious. You hear an accident, you want to go rush over there and see what's going on. Uh, in this case, it's a 66-year-old man from Florida. He was arrested after allegedly crossing the police crime scene tape after there was a plane crash. Oh, my God. So it was a small plane, right? But he claimed to be a part of the medical staff, couldn't provide proof. He'd been warned to stay out of the crime scene, so he had ducked under the tape, gotten caught, and they were like, hey, man, you got to get out of here. Somebody just died in this fatal plane crash. It's like, go ahead and bugger off. And they gave him a chance to leave, and that was it. And then he snuck back in. Did he have a stethoscope at least or no. something, you know? Like yeah, if you're going to bring a white, white coat or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As if doctors just show yeah. up with a stethoscope. It's like, bro, you're wearing Jenko jeans. Like, we know you're not part of the medical staff. So we have another golf cart DUI arrest. Any guesses where this one's from? Gotta be the villages in Florida. It's Dave. the villages in Florida. This guy, Brent William Garcia, 51 years old. He is a resident. He was spotted in his golf cart near Lake Sumter Landing, uh, slurring his words, claiming uh, that he was just trying to, to get home, mm-hmm. even though he was nowhere near his, his location. Uh, he's originally from California, Sacramento, played golf in the morning and said he consumed just a couple of beers. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, struggled through his field sobriety test and had his blood alcohol content measured. Tell me if this sounds like just a couple of beers. 0.242, which is more than three times the legal limit of 0.08 in He was overserved, Dave. Yeah, is that what it is? A yeah, couple well, of beers. A couple of beers. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I mean, think you could drink a 30-pack of Bud Light and still not be at a 0.24. And uh, just a little pro tip here for you. I mean, Audrey, I'm sure that you can probably appreciate this. Uh, There was a passenger in Tampa, Florida in an Uber. He is 46 years old. His name is Jason Haggerty. And he was arrested for allegedly exposing himself and starting to go to town on himself during an Uber ride. Ew. Uh, The driver, who did not speak English, uh, recorded the incident but was unable to ask him to stop. I don't know. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Please, everyone, just think about this because I'm not going to impersonate this, but we can only imagine what that was like trying to communicate in whatever language the Uber driver was to the person in the back seat who was... I would I think feel like if you're jerking it in the back of an Uber and whatever whatever noises or whatever language that the driver spoke, I think it's pretty universal. universal of uh, like, you stop. know what a stop yes. is. Like, because you're screaming... Alto. Ah! <laughs> what is happening, man? Ah! Put it away. One star. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, I'm not going to cast stones in a glass house because I also tend to procrastinate on things, but uh-huh. there is something that you're procrastinating on which is making me a little nervous for you. Well, Dave, mm-hmm. as you know, I uh, I need to be out of the house that I'm currently renting by the end of this month. Well, so the reason I know that is because you have known this as well for quite some time Two now. months now, so, and yeah. I took... You know, I, I was being proactive to an extent, and I went and I toured a couple other houses to see uh, if any of those were good fits for me. The sex swing house with the weird realtor did not. Good uh, fit, good fit, but maybe a little too expensive. A little, little too expensive, yeah. uh, for sure, especially when they tried to raise the price on me. Uh, there, uh, th- Just for context here, though, so the house that you're going to be moving into is a temporary house. I need a house for six months, and six to seven months. Yeah, you're, the, the house that you're actually building is... 
in process right now, but right. because there's going to be a gap there, you need something. So I understand why this isn't like the absolute priority for you because it's just a temporary thing. Do houses do six months for rent? They do. You can oh, find okay. Certain ones do. Like corporate, there's like ones that are like corporate housing. Interesting. Or I didn't whatever know that. that you can do. You can even go month by month in certain. Uh, but without a premium ones, cost. Yeah. But a premium. But it just, you know, if you think about, well, is this cheaper than doing a year or eight months or nine months? You know, there's. You're paying there's, for the flexibility. But I, uh, so I, look. you know, there was quite, quite a few houses that I was looking at online and like all of them are gone now. Yeah, good. man. And, and also, good, I don't good. know if you can get something like next day like that. Well, I'm not looking next day. I think I still have. I still have like two, two to three weeks. Two, two weeks not, is a quick turnaround because you're gonna have to move your stuff. I'm not moving my. I know stuff. you're not gonna move it, but, but somebody will. For, but for the movers too. But I don't have that have much to- stuff. Like I don't have a whole Ooh. house full of stuff. I have like basically the one bedroom worth had, of stuff and a in an office. Let's just call this week a wash because schedule. it's not getting done this week. I can still get stuff done. Uh, yeah, Super Bowls this weekend, all of that stuff. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things going on. Okay. You're going to be traveling some, blah, blah, blah. So let's just call this week a push. So now you've given yourself from a three-month window down to a two-week window, and you've got to figure out what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. What is the next step, in your opinion? How long is your mother-in-law staying in your guest room for? He's not even looking at you in your eyes. (laughs) Why you you just ask that? You want to sleep in the bed with my mother-in-law? No, he wants to get her out of there, and he wants to... You want to move in? Yeah. I mean, I may need... It may just be temporary. Look. He's really asking this of you. No, no. uh, What what are you going to do? You got a week, dude. I don't know. I got to find a place. If anybody knows... I mean, you might have to do, what about like an apartment for three months? Ah, man, I feel like I can't live in an apartment because I yell too much. Because when, when I play video games, like when I'm playing Call of Duty. It gets too violent. I, get I also yell a lot for no reason in my apartment as well, and I, I haven't get, had any complaints. What? But you, nobody, nobody's <laughs> going to call the cops on a woman yelling. They always what? call the cops. That's who you call. No, they call, not like yelling like at video games. Like if you, you mine sounds like I'm like being abusive to like a, a significant other. It sounds like I'm a, you know, I'm like I yell loud profanities. Oh. Same. You know, See, a lot I, of, lot, lot of, you I know, I hope you die. Screw I was, you. I always envisioned you on, like when you're playing the video game, just be like, help, help. No, no, help. no. It's, it's, no? It's, 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 it's very, like, I get, I do get so counseled by my wife. You need a very yelling. specific thing, yeah. and it has to be in a very specific amount of time, mm-hmm. and yet you're probably going to do nothing about it until the very last second. I don't know if that's going to go well, dude. You're probably going to end up having to do an Airbnb or something. Mm, I don't know. Temporary. Oof. Good luck. I mean, you've got two cats, a dog, Mm -hmm. a husband. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have room for a blow-up mattress if Dave doesn't? If, Dave, if Dave's mother-in-law doesn't vacate? Oh, for sure, man. Come on over. I mean, I've got girlfriends coming in two weeks, so it's going to be a, a family plus you on the air mattress, them on the couch, and then my, my husband and I in an 800-square-foot apartment. But come on down. We're just Actually, now that you mention that, now that I, I see that you're so open to this idea, like, what do you think about babysitting all four of my kids from time to time? They could just stay over. You could have a little movie night. You could introduce them to Harry Potter. Wouldn't that be fun? For sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like, I'm getting paid. Mahoney, then you can come down to my place <laughs> and we can play video games together. That's right. I'm in. Dave at Ed Mahoney. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669.
What are you guys' thoughts on the cost of Super Bowl ticket? I saw the view of a nosebleed seat that was selling for 10000 and I just think that's ridiculous. Also, what's the most you'd spend to see your team play? Message deleted. $500. $500. Get out of here. You can't get anything for $500 these days. No, I'm saying, but like $500 the most, is the most spend, I would, yeah. I mean, I would, I would spend twenty five hundred bucks if I'm if I'm being honest. I spent twenty five hundred dollars on season tickets. But you're the, a Chiefs fan; they make it to the Super Bowl every year. The Vikings just don't do that. Well, I uh, this <laughs> wasn't the case five years. Dave, this wasn't the case five years ago. Yeah, and I looked into it, and there's no way. Like, I would never, even though I'm a huge fan of the Chiefs, and they were they were awful for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, decades. They were they were terrible. I couldn't imagine. I still can't imagine spending spending twenty thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars a piece on two tickets to go to a game and watch them lose. Yeah, like no, that mean, would be like I get it. You know, they're like, well, what if they win? Well, what if they lose? And then you're out twenty grand, and everything sucks. I can understand though if your team hasn't made it to the Super Bowl. And that's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing where you go, I want to go watch my team in the Super Bowl because you've been a lifelong fan. Like, what can you honestly say that you've been a lifelong fan of? I see why ticket prices are as expensive as they are. I just can't justify paying that much money for Never. a single game. But that's also with the understanding that we get to do a lot of event-type stuff that a lot of other people don't get to do just because the nature of the business that we're in. There's some people that, that I know that have saved well up and waited for this moment their entire lives, and so when they get a chance, they're going to take it. Football's better on television anyway. It's one of the sports, like, baseball's better in person, hockey's better in person, basketball's better in person, yeah. but football is not better in person. Oh, I disagree. Personally. That's because, because you just want to a college game. game. Yeah. You've been to college games. Uh, yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Like, Mahoney's talking about the corporate NFL environment that you'd find. The NFL experience is different than college and I think the Super Bowl experience is even more different because there's just so many people that aren't even there because they care about the game or yeah. they're fans they're there because their company corporation billions gave them. of dollars yes, exactly. it's just really interesting from a perspective of you don't want to go to a game where you have the opportunity of losing twenty thousand yeah. dollars um when you've done that and gambling but I also had the chance to win. You could also have won twenty thousand. First, but you also had the chance of winning I've a Super Bowl. I've never lost twenty thousand yeah. dollars in a single day. I've lost ten thousand dollars in a oh, single day. Not a single money. day, in a single hour, in a single half hour, in fifteen minutes. And actually, technically, it wasn't that because I was still up. That was just that was found money. That was free money. Yeah, yeah that, that was just money. You, you lose that. You yeah. just didn't. I will, still have. I ended it later. that weekend up five hundred dollars. Hey, love you guys. Love the work that you guys do. I just want to say I agree with Mahoney because these times and days, you own a business. You want to have the good customer service, have great service coming from another person. And as a business owner, if I own a business, I wouldn't want someone that mean or rude to be working for me. That's just my opinion. And this is coming from like a Gen X person. So I agree with you. Message you know, deleted. when it comes to representation, you know, especially like in our line of work, like the, there are people in, who will hire people to be their bad guys for them because they don't want to be the bad guy. But I would never hire somebody to work for us or to represent us who's a dick. Because oh, I, I feel no, like that's but a, that's because we don't have to because you're the bad guy. I'm not you're, a what? you're the villain. Yeah, I represent us just fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I like to identify as a hardworking person. I know that that's like very not politically correct to say in 2024. It seems where like everyone's like, oh, these corporations are holding us down. I mean. I, I've seen a lot of my friends find great success by working hard, and I feel like that is a lost art 
of being proud of the fact that you work hard and you care about what you do. No, you shouldn't just be some slob who's, you know, waiting for a corporate handout. But at the same time, man, like, busting your ass does get you places. You make your, own, you make your own destiny. That is, I mean, the, you are responsible for all your successes and all your failures. And, and sometimes, the other sad secret is that nobody else cares. And nobody cares. It. Nope. Nobody. I mean, I would like a four-day work week. I'm just saying. I mean, four-day work week is pretty cool. <laughs> so, like, we can agree like, on that. I can work yeah. really, really, really but hard we for, for four days. <laughs> I'm just saying. Think about it. Think about it. That's all I'm saying. I work so. I work so hard. I swear. Will you, dude? You? Yes. Okay. Hey, it's Jeff the Bug Guy. I was wondering if you guys had heard about the TikTok trend of putting a Danny DeVito in a thong sticker on somebody's windshield. Thanks, bye. Message deleted. You all have a different algorithm than me. I love I don't the, know how you idea. ended up down the Danny DeVito and a thong on your windshield rabbit TikTok. hole, but man, good for you. Uh, good for you, I love brother. hearing about, like, whenever you talk about trends sometimes, Dave, that are, like, in the news. Like, I saw something the other day where people are cutting the soles off the bottom of their shoes so they can walk around barefoot and, like, touch grass, which is so ironic. Shut up. But, uh, yeah, like, what are you doing? That's just not on my For You page. That's not on my TikTok. I don't know how that is a trend and who that's catering to, to be like fed to that person. I just want to know more about you, Jeff, the bug guy. There's Why are you getting fed Danny DeVito pot, with a thong? Yeah. I don't know what you're into brother, but good for you. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney show. Mahoney, would you consider yourself to be a sneakerhead? Uh, no, Dave. I mean, I like a certain sneaker. Uh, I like the Jordan 13s. That's the first pair of Jordans that I ever bought myself. I think that maybe even the first pair of shoes that I bought myself as a, uh, like a freshman in high school. And, uh, you know, I have like 25 pairs of those, but my other shoes, by and large, I wear like the same pair of shoes every day. So I wouldn't consider myself to be a sneakerhead. I wear the Nike kill shot twos, mm-hmm. you know, which are just the, the rubber sole bottoms, classic looking shoe. What's the most that you would pay for a pair of, let's say they were classic the most ever, Jordans. The most I've ever paid for a pair of shoes is $300. Okay. So for, that's not for Jordans. That's not crazy though. Right? No. Yeah. No. And then they're worth more than that today. So, Audrey, when you think about going, you know, into a guy's house, hypothetical world here, you're you're dating and you walk into a guy's house for the first time and he's got a large sneaker collection. Is that is that an attractive thing? I don't know if it's an attractive thing or not, because I've never really dated a sneaker head, but I know the community is I mean, that's very it's a hobby. Yeah. You know, it, people collect things. So I don't know if uh, how I would feel about it in the moment. I mean. I would probably think they got money, to be honest. Generally, or they're bad with their money. <laughs> they're they're, they're the bad with their money, or, or yeah. they're using it to fill another hole in their life. Like most of the guys that I know that are around my age that become sneakerheads, it's because they've like gotten sober or something, you know. And yeah. so, <laughs> as opposed to having a gambling addiction or alcohol or whatever it is, they just have hey, a new I pair of sneakers. I choose a sneakerhead over an alcoholic every day. Every day of the week, sure. Uh, this maybe is getting a little bit out of control, though. There's a collection of six Air Jordan sneakers that Michael Jordan actually wore during the Bulls championship games. Uh-huh. And uh, they're they're being sold for a ridiculous amount of money. Eight I mean, million dollars if they're at auction. Game-worn Jordan shoes, that's wild. Game-worn victory shoes, and probably you're saying eight million. Is that per shoe or is that based off of the victory and 
the importance of the shoe when they were worn. So this is the collection. This is the Dynasty Collection is what they're calling it. They include one pair from each of the championship series in 91, 92, 93, 96, 97, and 98. So the private American collector who sold the sneakers got them from a longtime Bulls executive. And I've got to wonder, like, was this Bulls executive actually allowed to like take these shoes that were game worn and keep them for himself or was it just kind of like he was there at the right time and yeah, does, does jordan know about this and now he's making eight million dollars off the sale Did jordan sell them to the exec i don't know it just seems like a whole lot of money for six pairs of shoes you're talking about over a million dollars I mean, pair of shoes. I'm not shocked by this number. I mean, you see people who have bought like mock millennial falcons from Star Wars yeah. for about that price. You know what I mean? From from very famous movies, just jump this to a different avenue in sports. Again, I'm I'm not shocked at this price and would have thought more. One point two five million dollars per pair of shoe. When no, you think about that. That's I mean, wild. that's insane. I mean, but if you think about like sports collect- collectibles that are you know, probably only going to appreciate over time. This is it. You know, Michael Jordan's run is still one of the most legendary, you know, run ever. And guys our age, you know, we're Jordan guys, you know, a little bit younger than us are LeBron or Kobe guys. Yep. And, uh, you know, I mean, for somebody who's got $8 million in expendable income or feels like this is a investment in the future. All right. I don't know if this is going to impress a single woman on the planet, but all your guy biters are going to be like, damn, that's cool as hell, man. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. Dave and Mahoney. So this probably isn't a huge surprise. You know, True Detective has gotten kind of mixed reviews this season. You know, it's with Jodie Foster. It's on Max. You know, HBO as one of their original series. It's been pretty popular over the years. I think it's... You know, on a bit of a roller coaster, right? Like season one was definitely the best, in my opinion. Season number two, even though I like Taylor trash. Hitch and yeah, that the the cast and crew that they had for that was garbage. Season three, I thought brought it back, and I'm just not really feeling season four so far. I mean, it's kind of too jump scare and sci fi for me personally. I'm gonna, I'm not loving it. I'm no, I don't look forward to watching it every Sunday like I had in you know season one and season three. Past. I feel like it's my duty to watch it, so I'm powering through it. Right. Yeah. It's it's and it, don't get me wrong. I think the actors are really good. I just don't know if the story is there yet, and we will see. You know, obviously we're like four or five episodes in at this point, and there's five more, so there's still a lot to go. But it's not. I don't think it has the hook like some of the other seasons did. We tend to agree. Uh, this week, though, if you are a fan of True Detective, they do not want to dance with the Super Bowl, so they're not releasing their new episode on Sunday. They're actually releasing it early. So if you want to catch that, it's going to be available on Friday uh, as opposed to Sunday because uh, people are going to be a little distracted come a little Sunday. Bit, you would yeah. think. Uh, Audrey, you've been watching Suits over on Netflix? Yeah, very randomly because I guess we reported not that long ago that it was one of the number one watch shows in 2023. The most streamed show in Netflix history. Which is so weird because it's an older show, but I am a very influenceable person. Once we talked about that, I needed to know why it was so good and I'm invested. NBC has given a pilot order for Suits LA, which is a spinoff of the popular legal drama Suits. Uh, The show is going to follow Ted Black, a formal federal prosecutor from New York, who basically represents a bunch of powerful clients in L.A. But, I mean, they're calling this a suit spinoff because it's created by the same person, not because Mm -hmm. it's going to bring back a lot of that 
that cast from the original. So this show. is like a an NCIS uh, spinoff, like NCIS Miami or, or CSI Miami. As far as after I know. a CSI New York, yeah. after a CSI Hawaii, after a CSI Las Vegas. Yep. So they, many yep. of those. Uh, I think I'm good on that personally, Dave. Yeah. Because okay. the reason why Suits was so good is because of the cast. I, and we don't know casting details yet. I mean, they might incorporate some of the people from the original cast. What I mean, like, have, I don't want that either. Yeah. Same, you know? Same. Uh, Cobra Kai is starting its final season of production right now. Sixth and final season of Cobra Kai. Uh, I mean, personally, I just kind of fell off from this show, not because I wasn't enjoying it. I just, you know, my wife wasn't really that into it. So I haven't kept up. Have you? Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I'm caught up on, on the series. And, you know, I think ending it at six, six seasons is probably the right amount. The kids are all, you know, again... It's when you start with like high school kids, it and now they're like so thirty. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it's fine. And I think you know William Zabka and uh, Ralph Macchio are great. I think the show was the perfect mix of kitsch and like just it, t- not taking itself seriously. Yeah, that it's 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 run its course. So I think we're yeah. getting a, a, you know you've brought literally everybody back from all of the movies. That who is still around, and so I think this is a good time to end it. I'm with you, Mahoney. The any of those shows that have like the child stars that grow up right in front of you, even like Modern Family with Luke sure. going from like a little kid to bigger than Phil, right? It's like, you know, it just kind of messes me up. Like I prefer my stars to be adults frozen in time by Botox. Yes. <laughs> you know, the old fashioned way of doing Hollywood. But uh, season number six, after a very successful run, Cobra Kai is wrapping it up. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave Dave and Mahoney Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, I'm not going to say that you are a nosy neighbor, but you certainly had your fair amount of drama in the building that has, I think, come to you. You don't really seek it out. You seem like you're pretty laid back in the building that you live in, right? Sure. But, I mean, I live in an apartment complex currently, um, so... You know, whenever things are transpiring outside of my door, it's kind of hard like not drunken to... drunken strippers. Drunken strippers. A, have they calmed down at all? Because for a while there, it was a bit of an epidemic that you were dealing with, with the drunken strippers that were in the hallway screaming about different things. That happened multiple times. Banging throughout the entire door. night. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I haven't heard it recently, but usually things like that, you know, kind of happen on the weekends, and mm-hmm. I've been traveling on the weekends, so... I don't know, but I mean, like, going back to my original point, things like that are happening outside of my door, so it's hard not to be nosy. Yeah, and I'm curious, the the thing that you witnessed yesterday, was that involving the drunken stripper apartment, or was this a different one? This is a different apartment. So I kind of wanted to get your all's take on this, um, because for me... I was just making it feel like so dramatic. Like it was like a a reality TV show happening right in front of me. Um, A guy was, I'm assuming, again, my narrative, leaving his girlfriend or got booted out by his girlfriend and he was leaving the apartment with just bags and trash bags and trash bags full of like clothes and picture frames. And to me in my head, if you need to leave quick and like under the cloak of, I don't know, midday because everybody's at work, um, I thought to myself that it just felt a little suspicious. Like he How many was, bags are we talking about here? Uh, for, it was two rounds of bags, and it was probably, we'll say, like six bags each time. And they're like the black trash bags? White. white? Expensive, oh. hefty ones that smelled good. The white ones, though, are not nearly... So you didn't plan this out, because no. if, if you're thinking... The black I'm, ones... I transport clothes and stuff in black 
those sure because like, those go, things are sturdy. Like sure. the white ones will rip like, if you've got when I'm donating like a picture frame. Yeah, in there. if I'm donating clothes or something like that, I usually go with like this is, the I'm, yard waste bags because they they're they're hefty. This is I'm moving out right now, and I was not planning on moving out. At See this what moment. I mean? Yeah. So I was trying not to make eye contact with him because I felt like it was kind of embarrassing for him. Because I would be embarrassed. <laughs> like, embarrassing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was carting it with one of those, like, the wheelbarrows. Like, a the wheel? modern day, day era ones like where you cart? put your... A cart, I guess. Like, you see sometimes kids being trucked around and then during... A wagon. Like, yeah. Is that what it a is? A child wagon. A, a wagon. Or people okay. do, like, groceries if you live in an apartment complex sure. like me. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so he was carting all of his stuff to and from his apartment complex or his apartment door to his car. And again, I was just trying to, like slightly be nosy enough to where I was seeing what was in his car. <laughs> and it was just closing pictures. So I've had some friends that have gone through the very dramatic breakups before. I mean, Mahoney, we have a friend that I guess was fooling around and his wife did the thing where she literally took all of his stuff out of the closet and, and threw it in, out in the front yard, like all of his like suits and stuff. You do that to me, I'm taking you to a small claims court. And then... Posted it online as well. Yeah, like, great. hey, come get all your stuff. It was a pretty pretty rough scene. Um, Don't do that. But have you guys ever done that where you've moved out under the cloak of darkness or secretly? Because it seems like no matter what the situation is, if it's, if it's gotten to that point, it's dramatic. But I've had friends that have left everything behind and then they've had to call in friends to go in and like a covert mission to go recover See, their important stuff for them and get it out. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not ashamed of saying this, but whatever. I don't think I've ever said it before. But um, in my divorce, I left everything, like almost on purpose. Because first of all, I don't want to take any of that stuff, right? But secondly, like I wanted him to like feel the pain of having to move it. <laughs> <laughs> So you so you basically just took your clothes and split? Yeah. Wow. I was like, yeah, yeah. you want to be able to move two beds? <laughs> That's going to be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, like wow. I didn't want any of it. So I was just like, yeah, you get the pots and the pans and whatever else. You have to clean up the house afterwards because we were renting. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that was probably my way of taking my bags and dipping, you know? Sure. And I think yeah. that that's kind of why I think I thought that this is what was going on with my neighbor. But so because it you... was trash bags full of only clothes, nothing, like no, um, no furniture was going. So you were like, been there. Uh, but when you took all of your stuff, was he there for that, or was it kind of like he was gone and then you? My ex-husband. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he was he was gone. He was, he was gone. on on a trip. Did he know that you were leaving at the time? He left me, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, didn't yeah. know if it was like you know yours. Yeah. Yeah. No. Covert I, mission no. Or not. No, it wasn't covert at all. Okay. I mean, yeah. So I've never had to deal with a, a like a breakup like that, but yeah. I knew because I've never I've only like broke up with. I don't think I've ever broken up with anybody who I've lived with, like, full time. Mm -hmm. I've, I've lived with people, but then, like, moved for work and then, like, was sure. able to, like, break up because distance and things of that nature. But the, like, when I was dating somebody, the, the covert thing that I would do is, like, I knew that, like, this relationship was done because they were on my, like, last nerve. Mm -hmm. And so I started slowly, like, taking all my like stuff Like, one shoe back. at a time? Like, because, you know, if they had, you had stuff over at their place, it slowly started, you know, I slowly started getting the everything last ready. Is the toothbrush and you just slowly remove it. See, I, I prefer to just slowly withdraw emotionally. Ah. Yeah. You just buy new stuff. Yeah, the stuff I don't care about. We're we're similar, you and I. Yeah, it's still, <laughs> I, I wonder if it wasn't a breakup. If there, because you said there was pictures. 
Like, would no, you, no, no, you, no. I'm like paintings, not like, oh. like you know what I mean. Like, like a picture that had the original photo in the frame of that random happy family. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like a photo of him and his significant other. Oh, I was he like, just I was wants like to keep the frame. put in quotations. He's like, I'm leaving all the furniture, but I really like this frame. Exactly. I don't know. It was just an interesting thing. Uh, that if you're I, out I, there I, today, buddy, observe. we're thinking about you. I hope today is a little bit better day than yesterday was. He wasn't even crying either. Oh. Yeah, it was his choice then. Yeah, he's 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 got another family in Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> he's out. Good for you, man. That lease is her problem. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh my God, with these people, shut up. Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Stacy is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you today, Stacy? I'm great. How are you? Good. Hoping the best for you here. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You're trying to get the original artist and song. Got a couple of lifelines that's necessary, but hopefully we can get you some tickets today if you're able to get three out of the four. Are you ready for the first one? I am. All right. Let's let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Here we go with number one. Good luck. That's from an artist known as Joyce the Voice. Mm, mm-hmm. okay. 167 views, so not one of the more popular ones that we have today. But, Stacy, over to you. Do you know it? Um, Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the song? Um, I have to say, I don't know, Dreams, I guess. Dreams, yeah. Well Good done. Good job. One for one. Perfect. Okay, the, uh, the, the next one, Lifeline Still Intact, uh, has 871,000 views, and it's called 40 Fingers. <clears throat> It's a uh, instrumental played on four different guitars, I guess, but again, wow. almost a million views on this one. So good luck. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, 10 out of 10. But what's crazy, whenever it's played that way, it felt kind of Western. A little bit. You know, like yeah, a little yeah. bit of it could have been played like at, in Westworld, maybe. Mm-hmm. Stacy, do you know that one? I think it's Metallica. It is. Do you know the song? Okay, but I'm not sure about the song. I'm not quite sure. Not for who the battle told it. No. Do you want to use a lifeline or do you just want to take your half point? Let's go ahead and use a lifeline. I will help you out with that. That is nothing else matters. It is not. Wait, that wasn't? No. (laughs) (laughs) Audrey, you want to step in? Nope, I'm not. Okay, all right. No one's going to get it. Uh, It's fade to black, you guys. Fade to black. Oh, good. Same thing. But Metallica is correct. (laughs) Same thing. She used all of her lifelines and all for not. She didn't use all of them. I'm still here. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Mahoney, uh, that may be the first time that you've that confidently totally blown it. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Stacey. Uh-huh. Uh, one and a half. You're still doing just fine. Collusion. The next one here, 106,000 views from an artist named Cole. Playing for the high one. Dancing with the devil. Going with the flow. It's all a game to me. 
Allen in there obsessed, somewhere. That's, obsessed uh, with that. No idea what the song was, but great. Okay. Uh, Stacy. hopefully you know something, uh, either song or artist. Do you have anything for us? Uh, no. Nothing. <laughs> I was so good. I know. I really don't. Not even a guess. Mahoney, can you help out with even a half point? Because she needs to get I mean, a half point. I know. I know this one. You do know this one? I but do Let's see. One. Let's see. That's Motorhead, right? Uh-huh. And Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. How did you get that, but so wow. confidently got Metallica I wrong? I was just, I thought I knew it, and I was just jamming out too much mm. during the Metallica one. Okay, so Stacy, it all comes down to this. All you have to do is get a half point on this last one, but I will say the uh, the last one that we have here is the least popular one of the day. Only 13 views on this one from Blue-Eyed Scorpion. Here we go. Well, it's Like, not bad, and only 13 views on that one. The internet does, does, doesn't make any sense. All right, Stacy, for the win, do you know the artist or the song? I got both. Bad Company, Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Thank God, because I wasn't going to be able to help you on that one either. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, yeah, someone called the other day complaining about you guys playing the same music all the time. I mean, I like the music that you guys play because if they were listening to their own music in their own car, it'd be the same song over and over again. Because, I mean, I've done it many times where I just sit in my car Listen to the same playlist over and over again throughout the day. Well, it's pretty much the same thing. So, uh, anybody got any complaints? They can just, uh, well, they know where they can stick it. All right, later. Message deleted. There's some people that, and Audrey's one of them, that really enjoys making playlists. Love it. And I hate it. And what's so ironic about that is that, you know, back in when I first started in radio, I was a music director. And so my job was to create the playlist for the whole radio station. And maybe I just got burned out on it then, but I don't like, like I have the same four or five, like, workout playlists that I've had forever. And every time that I go to work out, I'm like, I really should update these. And I never do. I've made two playlists in 12 years. Is one and, of them for sex? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no comments. Oh, wow. oh, gross. But I haven't made any. I, the last two playlists that I made were 12 years ago. Right around the time you and your wife started dating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Dude. Ew. I don't like that. Any new additions? Uh, nah, any, no, we don't wait on that. that you, you, <laughs> same, play the hits. Same, same songs. Play the hits. <laughs> You're like, we'll be done three songs. We know what works. <laughs> we know what works. Are you guys fans of flannel sheets in the winter? Message deleted. No. Flannel sheets in the winter? What Absolutely are you, a lumberjack? Not. What are you talking about? I mean, no, because Paul they're Bunyan calling? Well, they're scratchy. What do you mean? They're, Who has flannel sheets? Well, you can have them where they're like flannel. I, I'm doing air quotes. I don't know why I just did that. This is radio. But you can have some flannel <laughs> sheets that are also like that, like that fuzzy material, like the super way soft that is really, really thick. If you live in a cold climate, I mean, no, I'm sweating. My mom, love her heart. And she got me this thick, awesome velvet comforter for the holidays. And I was like, 
Mom, when am I ever going to be comfortable underneath this thing? Also, I mean, as somebody that grew up in arguably one of the coldest climates that you possibly can, uh, the idea of needing, like, really hot bedding is just unnecessary. Wait, no, but I sleep underneath, like, multiple. Like, it's like That's I have I mean. to be, like, underneath a comforter, two blankets. Like, I want to be smushed. That's, yeah, but you can have Turn a, your heat up. You can always just get additional blankets. No, I need I, to no, be no, cold no. and hot at the same time. Yes, I'm with you. Like, it's the, the room should be cold. Freezing cold. Yeah, and then the underneath the blankets, should very cozy. I've told yeah. you guys this. Yeah. And that way I can pop a leg out if necessary, cool myself down. I don't know about that because the monsters, but. If you <laughs> set your room temperature to the right temperature and you can sleep bugging ass naked, you don't even need a comforter. Nope. That's psychotic. It's there is psychotic. actually nothing more psychotic than the thought of you starfishing butt naked, butt to the sky, completely vulnerable. I can't even put a toe out of my bed without I'm feeling safer. like somebody's going to drag me into the deep. I'm safer when I'm naked than when I'm not. Yeah, ain't, no, ain't nobody <laughs> grabbing Mahoney and dragging him anywhere. You may be confused by what's under this Tommy Bahama when I'm wearing it, but when it is off, uh, you yeah, know what's going right. on. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I called earlier, but I got something else to say. The rep came in one time. I was like the receptionist. So it's just her and I in the lobby. And I'm like, hey, Mary, when are you going to have that baby? And she goes, mm, six months ago. And anyhow, you can imagine. There was there was no way out of that one. It was one of those um, telecon take me away moments. But anyhow, you guys were talking about that and it reminded me of that. Message deleted. That is such a hard thing because you will never, ever forget that. My mom tells me a story about how she made a comment. It had to have been, you know, 40 years ago or something like that to a lady at church about, oh, you know, you're expecting that's so exciting. And the lady's like, I'm not pregnant. And you're just like, oh, my God. Is there more of a foot in the mouth (laughs) moment than that in life? I have an admission. And I think that some women will understand this whenever you're wearing leggings. And you just ate. Sometimes I put my hand <laughs> underneath my belly. You so pretend it looks, like you're pregnant? Because there's no sucking in, man. There what? is no sucking in. When you're out of the when gym? When I look like I am too, like if I'm on my, if I look like I am so bloated and I'm like so full and on my second trimester because like I legit look like that bloated and gross. Because you just had a burrito from Chipotle? It is a baby of sorts. It's a food baby. Someone's like, when are you expecting? You're like, uh, about two o'clock. Oh, There's babies that are about the size of a Chipotle burrito. Just start patting it. Yeah. Just like, burp, burp, yep, I'm doing them day now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. But I know that there are always some women out there who are giggling to themselves because they have done that same thing too. That's so funny. I've never heard that. You have? Well, welcome. It's it's a little bit more common to think than think. Well, (laughs) equally embarrassing, my three-year-old son the other day came over to my stomach and goes, Daddy, is there a baby in there? And I said, no. And he goes, well, what's in there then? (laughs) A bunch of bad decisions, kid. Leave me alone. That's what. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, if there's anyone on this show that is a Costco nut hugger, that would be you. And don't get me wrong, like I like when my wife goes to Costco. I like the effect of Costco. Mm-hmm. I just personally don't like Costco because, and you've said this before, I don't think you ain't the, built for that life, Dave. I, I'm not. You ain't built for it. I'm not. You ain't Costco tough, bitch. No, I'm not. No, I do not. And I, neither do I want to be t- Costco tough. Uh-huh. I mean, you've talked about it before. The people at Costco and the way that they act at Costco. Is kind of out of control. It's like True. you. It's like you walk into a Costco on any given Saturday, 
and everyone in there thinks that the apocalypse is arriving in eight hours. Which is bananas because they are literally wholesale. They have so much stock that why do people act like that? It's fine. You can just calm down. It does not need to be that way. You don't need to blow out my Achilles with your out-of-control rogue cart full of 3,800 water bottles and five-gallon buckets of ranch. Just chill out. But... People love Costco. They do, Dave. I understand. I love Costco. And I mean, there is some unique things about Costco, right? I mean, people talk about the food items that you can get there. Well, and the the items that they carry at Costco, one of the things that I like is that I feel like they're pretty well vetted. Yeah. Oh, and and Mahoney, you've actually turned me on to this. If you are going to buy wine or liquor, like vodka or whatever, for a better place, a party, there is really no better place. Even booking vacations. We've booked several vacations through Costco, and it's great. Buying cars through Costco. Buy a car through Costco. Haven't done that yet, but thought about it. Well, there is something here that I would consider to be a major purchase. A woman uh, bought a couch at Costco. Right. So, I mean, that's, as you know, Mahoney, better than almost anyone. You know, if you don't make your couch payments, that can lead to a lot of trouble. It can. A Costco shopper successfully returned a three-and-a-half-year-old sofa to the retail club simply because she said, I don't like it anymore. Despite not having the original receipt, the uh, shopper provided the purchase date, allowing Costco to look up the transaction, and they issued a full refund? They, they do that. I mean, I think there's only a couple things that they don't, like, have forever returns for, and that's, like, I think mattresses and TVs and certain other yeah. electronics. I mean, that makes but sense. Like, but, like, I mean, The Costco, couch has to be in pretty mint condition. I don't no, feel like... No, they don't, though, because really? they're used to... They used to have a policy where you could return... There are people who have returned mattresses, like, 10 years later, and yeah. they're just... They, they you know... It's not they don't lifetime return? They don't restock them. And they just take, you know, and then they just pocket the money. It's, it's you know, they're abusing the system. But luckily, not as many people abuse the system as, Yeah, know, so, so that's what's interesting about this story. When I saw that you, that you put this in here, I thought, are we celebrating this lady? Because it's pretty clearly an abuse of the system. I mean, you had a couch for three and a half years, and then you decided you don't want it anymore because you don't like it. Oh, no. See, I, if I knew this, I would totally be doing this, this as well. So you're... You're a bad person. Is I have, what you're saying. I yeah, <laughs> I have literally done this before, like not with a couch. Not three and a half years later, really. I mean, I have had something for about two months and then returned it because okay. I decided it wasn't fitting the vibe. But I mean, you know, I don't. I, I, I'm not. I'm not thinking that this is necessarily an egregious abuse of power. I think that it's a annoying for everyone else who is saying that, hey, Costco allows you to have a lifetime return policy now, and if it's getting national coverage, which it is, that's going to change. It just feels real annoying, especially for the people that work at Costco, when Nancy shows up three and a half years later with her beat-up old dusty hey, couch. they and allow like, Here it, you though, go. Dave. You can't, what, so, so what? They, they have that. As a part of their return policy. I know. I just, you know how like everyone goes to the bar after work and they complain about work with their friends while they're sitting around having a few drinks. Be like, can you imagine, let let me tell you what happened at my work today. You though, Dave, don't even return something that you bought and you didn't like a day of. That's why I don't understand this. What do you mean you've been sandbagging for three and a half years on a return? I admire, I admire it. I would never do it. I have bought something and it was something that I already had that was defective. And then I swept it out. Switch you swatched. Swip swapped it out. Swippity swippity swap. I'm eat I'm the worst. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's around.
Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot,